For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to that day of the week, Free Speech Friday. I'm glad it he- it's here for uh, several reasons. It gives you guys the opportunity, like several of you tried to call in yesterday or did call in and wanted to talk about issues that I was not talking about that day. So hopefully you'll be able to call in today and let us know your thoughts on whatever you would like, because that's what Free Speech Friday is. And it's only here on the Live with Rank show. 269-441-9595. Once again, that's 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about today, would love to hear from you. You can also email me at rank, R-E as an excellent, N-K at townsquaremedia.com. Or if you have an app of one of the stations you're listening to me on, and if you don't, you must ask yourself, why not? You can app chat with us that way and uh, any way you want to concerning the topics of the day. Obviously, there's a lot still to talk about here, but let's start off with the state of Michigan. Uh, I found out yesterday that funding for COVID-19 testing, treatment and vaccine is ending. So I put it out there, published a quick piece about it uh, concerning, well, the email that or letter that these providers received from the Health Resources and Service Administration, part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So as I stated in my piece, if you're thinking, or I said actually, if you have an inkling or desire to get tested and if positive treated or vaccinated, you don't have many days left to do so on the federal government's dime. On March 22nd, Just next Tuesday, I think that is. Health Resources and Service Administration's COVID-19 uninsured program is ending due to a lack of sufficient funds. And then on April 5th, the Health Resources and Service Administration's COVID-19 uninsured program will also stop accepting vaccination claims due to a lack of sufficient funds. And here's the letter that providers got Dear valued providers, thank you for the crucial role you've played in testing, treating, and vaccinating uninsured individuals in your communities. You are receiving this email because you have been identified as an organization participating in the Health Resources and Services Administration COVID-19 uninsured program. Below is an important update regarding such claims, and it's the dates that I just gave you. March 22nd, it's over for testing and treatment. April 5th, it's over for vaccine, at least being provided free of charge to you by the federal government. They write claims that have been submitted by these deadlines will be paid subject to eligibility and availability of funds. Well, isn't that interesting? And availability of funds? That comes from the Provider Relief Bureau 
of the Health Resources and Service Administration of the United States Department of Health and Human Services. So for those dates, don't worry if you didn't write them down or you're driving in a car. Check out that piece I wrote at WBCKFM.com or eventually WKMI.com. It's also at the Facebook sites of my show, Rank Live, or my flagship station, WBCK. Uh, please read the article and then come back and comment if you would like. What was interesting is everything's winding down, right? Everything. No one's demanding masks anymore. Well, most people. No, no government officials uh, or agencies or departments are mandating masks. I think us, us public had long been over it, long before the government came along. We just didn't care what the government said. With all that data out there, with the new studies out there that state masks don't protect you, at least short of an N95, and even there, there's a limited amount. It's not foolproof. Well, nothing's foolproof. So these studies were mask, they say, paper mask, cloth mask, surgical mask, they do not protect you at all from getting, and yes, I use the word at all, because what they'll say is, well, it'll protect you for some. Yeah, it'll protect you from maybe big droplets. Yeah, but those big droplets come with little droplets surrounding it. So knowing that, knowing that the federal government has moved all past this, I don't remember the last time there was a mandate from a board of directors, excuse me, board of health or the CDC. Last night, Kalamazoo Public Schools decided to keep their mask mandate. I told you about that yesterday when I was informing you, informing you of that uh, new case that's out there. The Kalamazoo uh, School District is being sued by one of their own teachers over a mask mandate exemption. Uh, they, the Kalamazoo school or district thought that they know more than the doctor. They don't care about the person's doctor. They're following science, they said. Not really understanding that as a, a doctor technically is a scientist. I guess they just don't understand that. And I told you yesterday that they were reconsidering changing their current mask rules. Well, last night, the superintendent of Kalamazoo Public Schools recommended that the district will continue its mandating mask and then discuss it again with the Board of Education meeting on April 7th. So the district has required masks since the beginning of the school year in August after keeping instruction virtual for the entire year prior. The board approved the recommendation by the superintendent to continue the mask mandate. And then here's a funny part. KPS from the superintendent of Kalamazoo Public Schools has been a, quote, pioneer in the state leading with safety in mind, end quote. Well, okay. But KPS, or Kalamazoo Public Schools, has also been a pioneer of delivering a horrible education experience for their children, their clients, via online longer than any other school district, and harming the children mentally and emotionally. In fact, those of you who think I'm trying to be mean by adding that, the superintendent 
actually spoke about that also. Superintendent said of the district, which is the last remaining in the county to require students wear a mask while inside schools. What she said was pioneer in state leading with safety in mind and uh, not science. Arguments for keeping the mandate included the district's previous, not, okay, remember, science? Here's the first argument in keeping the mandate for mask. The district's previous commitment to families to keep masks for the third trimester. So they want to keep their promise to the parents, their previous commitment to families to keep masks for the third trimester. Nothing to do with science on this one. So much for following the science. It's about keeping their commitment. They also talk about lower rates of vaccination of young, um, with young people because they don't get sick. And a rise in a Europe of a new variant. Now that, my friends, is what you're going to see probably. What's happening right now in the White House is they're trying to decide, and I'm sure here in Michigan, in, in Whitmer's office, they're trying to decide, do we go crazy on this again so we can take over the elections like we did last time and bring not uh, unconstitutional uh, rules and laws in play and break the Michigan Constitution? Same thing in the White House. What do we do with this one? Will we gain more uh, votes by going and, and saying the, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, there's a new variant? Or will we lose it? I guarantee you that's what's happening right now. According to Kalamazoo County Department of Health and Human Services, 36% of children at 5 to 11 are fully vaccinated. Again, they have such a low, low rate of even getting it and then being harmed by it. Oh, but you may harm someone in their home who's in their uh, uh, immune compromised well, then that person's parents should be able to make that decision. Now, as I said earlier, when the Kalamazoo Public School Superintendent bragged that they, quote, they have been, quote, pioneer in the state leading with safety in mind, end quote, and again, then points to one of the first reason is that it, uh, we need to keep our commitment so it's not science-based. But I also noted that, yes, they've been also a pioneer of delivering a horrible education via online longer than any other school district and harming the children mentally and emotionally. That was me telling you that. This is the superintendent. She mentioned the negative impact that masks may have on students' mental health the low positivity rate of COVID-19 in Kalamazoo and the fact that the vaccines have been available. So she and herself is admitting the mental abuse that she and others who want this are committing against these children. And it gets worse. The secretary, I assume the secretary of the board, Jeannie Hill, said the following. And I'll come back and tell you about that right after this. You listen to Live with Rank. It's Free Speech Friday. Do not worry about calling in and changing the topic on a dime. 269-441-9595. Hey. Listen to Live with Rank. I appreciate that on this Free Speech Friday. I was mentioning after all of these boards of health 
CDC, everybody's saying, nah, you don't have to worry about uh, mask mandates. And in fact, I've played uh, that clip. You know what? I meant to find Do I still have it here? I'll have to try to find it. But I played that clip from Biden's expert when it comes to COVID-19, that Dr. Olmstead, I think his name, out of Minnesota, who said that we need to stop playing these, I'm paraphrasing, games or whatever, however he said it. Mask, short of an N95, do not work. All that doesn't matter. And new studies have come out that they're not working. Kalamazoo Public Schools last night decided to continue to mandate mask. They're even concerned about the, quote, negative impact that makes the mask may have on students' mental health, end quote. But they're still going forward. And as I said prior, it's even worse. The secretary, Jeannie Hill, who we are told is a nurse, which when I talk to medical people, other nurses and doctors, tell me she should know that these masks are not working. It's a charade. She said, quote, I want to thank everyone for doing their part during the pandemic. We've done a great job of taking care of ourselves and taking care of others. We have learned to be more flexible, more careful, more thoughtful with our families and neighbors and our KPS school family. I know it's like holding on for another couple of weeks when the rest of the county seems to be going without masks. People in grocery stores are going without masks. But I'm just asking you to think of other people, to think of little ones that can get vaccinations, to think of families who have older people at home or are perhaps older, immune compromised with pre-existing conditions. We have to really buckle down and continue to take care of each other. And I know we're fatigued, but I feel strongly about that end quote. Again, as a nurse, if she is a truly a nurse licensed in the state of Michigan, she knows better. She knows better about these masks. And do they help you or not? They don't. It's all a theater. And again, some say short of the N95. Anything short of N95 is all a theater. And it's a shame what these people are doing to these kids. I'm telling you. Are they sadist? Do you think these people are just sadist? They're not following the science. So if they're not following the science, is it fair to say they're sadist? 269 441-9595. Or you can email me at rank, R-E-N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. It is Free Speech Friday. You can call in with whatever you would like to. A federal three-judge panel will decide whether Michigan's newly adopted congressional district maps should be redrawn. Now, people mistakenly thought that bringing in a what was supposed to be an independent redistricting commission turned out to be a liberal redistricting commission. And I'm not saying that because of the maps. I'm saying it because of the two people who came in and said they were independent were not only Democrats, they're Bernie bro types. So it is, I think, on solid ground, I stand for a while now, knowing that this is a liberal district. So, I mean, a liberal commission. So many people thought 
that this is going to solve their problems. And it didn't. Well, now, apparently, they, at least one side is saying, redrew our maps and didn't follow the law. They said that the Michigan, uh, well, Democratic Citizens Redistricting Committee was not able to show the neutral and consistent criteria that drove the group's decision to forego more equal populations in favor of communities of interest. The lawyer said, quote, they just, they've just not articulated anything, end quote. The suit was filed earlier this year and challenged the commission's new 13-district congressional map. This is the congressional map. On grounds that it didn't comply with the federal concept of one person, one vote, requiring equal population numbers among the districts. The lawsuit noted several districts were under and over the 775,179-person limit per district's with two coming 487 and 635 people outside of the total. The majority of other U.S. states are able to come much closer in balancing their populations among the districts, they proved. Now, those people, though, who are trying to prove that, also had a good question from one of the judges. Produce a map. Why didn't you produce a map with these as they were asking for, quote-unquote, surgical adjustments to be made. Now, we knew this was going to be fought. By left and right, we're going to bring court cases, and they did. But remember, people who voted for this thought that this was going to help with the issue that we had before? All righty, 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 righty. Apparently, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll come back and start something new right after this. Or you guys can call in or email me at rank, R-E-N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. Call us at 269-441-9595 if you have something else you would like to talk about or a comment of what's going on out there. And I, I still have an open question. has not been answered by anybody since I started asking it three weeks ago. Why? Why during Trump's presidency did Russia do nothing? Why did they do it right before Trump's presidency under Obama, Biden, and then nothing until Biden is seated and then they start amassing troops within months and they've gone and taken over or trying to take over the country. Even Bill Maher, Mr. Liberal, said, quote, if Putin thought Trump was really that supportive of him, why didn't he invade when Trump was in office? It's at least worth asking that question if you're not locked into one intransient thought, end quote. He's right. Oh, and real quickly, everybody's all surprised about the Russian dictator Vladimir Putin making this statement Two days ago, quote, the Russian people will always be able to distinguish true patriots from scum and traitors and simply spit them out like a fly that accidentally flew into their mouths. I am convinced that such a natural and necessary self 
purification of society will only strengthen our country, our solidarity, cohesion, and readiness to respond to any challenges, end quote. Everybody's all up in arms about this guy saying that. Yet all the Democrats were saying that about Republicans. All the elected Democrats were saying that about, certainly at the federal side, all of their, their punditry and news people, they were all saying that about Trump people and people who voted for American, for America. So I, I just find it hilarious that they're upset that he said it. The same words that they said, he learned from you guys on the left. You're listening to Live with Rank. That's a new song I just found. In fact, my son found it and sent it to me. Awesome. Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, is singing that. Uh, I, I just cut it up this morning, just found it the other day, and uh, I thought it would bring a little, uh, little bluesy rock to the Live with Rank show. It is Free Speech Friday, 269-441-9595. I told you I wrote a informational piece this morning. Put it out there so you guys have the dates already there. Funding for COVID-19 testing, treatment, and vaccine is ending. You have till March 22nd, or at least health providers have till March 22nd to bill for testing and treatment. By ending, I mean ending from the perspective of uh, the government funding it. And then you have till April 5th, or they have to April 5th, the bill for vaccines. So if you have an inkling, you may want to. Now may be the time, or you may have to pay for it uh, in the future. I received an email from Renee. She said, Rank, I took my daughter uh, to a Southwest Michigan dermatology group. So somewhere in Southwest Michigan. And they asked for my daughter's COVID vaccination status. The front desk staff told me that if she had COVID and was vaccinated, then they would treat her. But if she had COVID and was not vaccinated, they would not treat her. Do they not have anybody with any type of scientific mind or... Do they not have doctors at these dermatology? Are they not real doctors in these offices? Do you guys know? Do they just play one? I think you have to be a doctor to be a dermatologist, do you not? So if you had COVID, you're safe. You have more antibodies than people getting the vaccine. So what this, if it's true, what this is saying is that the Southwest Michigan Dermatology said, if you have less antibodies, if you had COVID, no, they're not saying that. I just, I take that back. Because they are saying if you are, you had COVID and vaccinated, they'll treat you. If you had COVID and have more antibodies than you did, did with people who are just vaccinated, they won't treat you. And people wonder why We've lost faith in doctors, scientists, all of them. That's why. So anyway, you can go to WBCKFM.com or WKMI.com. Eventually, it'll be up there. Funding for COVID-19 testing, treatment, and vaccine ending is the name of the piece. that gives you the dates uh, if you are interested in that. 
Yesterday, I brought up towards the end of the show a Republican congresswoman from Florida, Representative Maria Salazar. Now, Maria Salazar is someone that I pointed out to you last week, and I may have played the audio clip, who is really gung-ho to send our, soul, our, our men and women to be uh, killed in Ukraine. And in fact, she was 100% behind a no-fly zone, which will get us involved in a war with Russia because we'll eventually be shooting down one of their planes. Which then could foreseeably, unless there are calmer heads in Russia other than Putin, could lead to nuclear war. So this is the woman that we're dealing with, a Republican. Now, a point I wanted to make about that. And where did I put that? I had some thoughts. I'm going to have to find that. And I'll, I'll bring it to, my, to, to you. But she's also presented what she's calling the dignity plan. Which will provide immediate legal status for dreamers. Well, they already have legal status. It also will prioritize, she said, border security, requiring the federal government to provide funding for a, quote, impenetrable border infrastructure system that should include enhanced barriers, physical barriers, employing the most up-to-date technology and securing our ports of entry, end quote. Well, who's going to vote for a bill? That says, quote, an impenetrable, well, who's going to vote for it and then believe that it could be physical? Because that's what all of us normal thinking, intelligent people want. We want physical and we want techno technology. But if you read the bill, it says should include. Remember, words are very important. And these people just kind of pass over on those words. They skip over it. But, quote, should include an impenetrable border infrastructure system that should include enhanced physical barriers, employing the most up-to-date technology and securing our ports of entry, end quote. Again, who writes a bill, a law, that says that? Should include. So right away, you can't trust this woman. A Republican, see, I, I tell you, I'll, I just shoot straight. Here's a woman who wants to Get involved in World War III. And then the other day, two days ago, I think she was being interviewed by Tucker Carlson and she wouldn't even admit it, what she had said. And it's on tape. Or wouldn't elaborate. Oh, talking about elaborate. If I may take a, uh, a sidestep here. I, I know I do that quite often. Yesterday, I interviewed Todd Spangler from the Detroit Free Press. And after the, the interview was done, you guys came up with a couple good thoughts. One was, should we, should we not know the mindset of these people who are put into these very powerful positions because the way people think about other things affects their decision-making? So one of you had said that it is important 
the whole, I, I guess I kind of jumped into this. It was about a piece he wrote talking about a Fed chair, so a governor of the Fed, a Michigan State University economist, I think her name was Linda Cook, and the Republicans were delaying it. Well, the Republicans were delaying everybody for whatever reason, not just her. But the way the Detroit Free Press headline that you would click on to get to his piece was making it sound like she was, they insinuated they were delaying it because it was a, uh, she's a black woman. But when you got to Todd's piece, it was, it was pretty fair, except the reason I wanted to speak with him is he didn't put in his piece, her beliefs. She believes in slavery reparations. She believes in defunding the police. She believes and supports many hyper, hyper partisan, far communist type ideas. And his response was, well, it's not pertinent to her job because in her job, they're talking about interest rates and other things. And I was insinuating that, well, it is kind of important. We don't know what else that she's doing there that having that type of mindset could affect the way she votes or whatever, whatever they do. But more succinctly, one of you guys called in and said, it is important, and I should have brought that up. I'm saying I should have brought it up, that, you know, mindset is very important. I could have put it in a different context. The other question was these tweets of her supporting slavery uh, reparations, of her supporting defunding the police, uh, and of her supporting several other things, should have been put in there and left up to us, the reader, to decide whether it's pertinent or not or important. Well, I wrote Todd yesterday. I emailed him, thanked him for coming on. And then I told him, you guys came up with these two points afterwards. He responded that he appreciated the note, but no answer to your guys' questions. So just wanted to update you on that. Now, back to this. Maria Salazar, Republican from Florida, believes we should have a no-fly zone. Uh, understands that that could bring World War III and a nuclear war, but doesn't care. When she was asked about it the other day, this is what you said a week ago, she wouldn't answer these questions and kept avoiding them. But she also came on that, that Tucker show to talk about the dignity plan. I notice I'm running a little late here. Let me take a quick break. We'll come back. I'll tell you more about this Dignity Plan. It is Free Speech Friday. You can call in and change the topic if you'd like, 269-441-9595. We'll be right back after this. Here, listen to Live with Frank, and it is Friday. Are you in love? 269-441-9595 is the number. You can call in with whatever you'd like. I was telling you about this Republican from Florida, Congresswoman Maria Salazar and her dignity plan. This is the plan that the House Republicans, I don't know how many are behind it, have rolled out to deal with immigration. So people keep saying, what's your plan? What's your plan? What's your plan? Here it is. But keep in mind, it's called the dignity plan, not the amnesty plan. Dignity, dignity. And as part of it, they want to provide immediate legal status for DREAMers. 
But, or then let me take a step back. And amnesty for everybody who's here right now, tens of millions of people. But she gets very upset when you call it amnesty. She goes, we are not providing amnesty. Read the bill. What are they providing? Dignity. So to be allowed to live here legally, and again, whether you are for or against it, people who break into our country come here illegally, whether they should stay or not, I've always said that we should shut down our, our, our borders first and then deal with the people here. We'll have a discussion. I don't believe anybody who came here illegally, anybody should ever come close to being a, a citizen. Give them a green card, but not a citizen. So her plan will be to give legal status for dreamers give legal status for everybody who's here illegally, tens of millions of people, and don't you dare call it amnesty. It's not amnesty, it's dignity. With a straight face, as I tell you. These people, I, I don't know if this woman can look into a mirror and see herself. When you can sit there and argue that when I'm telling everybody who's here, they could stay here now legally, that's not amnesty. Read the bill. It's called dignity. And they want you to believe that. The legislation as they put it, provides a 10-year path to legal status for non-felon immigrants, she says, while cracking down on abuse in the asylum system and improving processing for those fleeing persecutions. And again, she's personally offended when you call giving someone amnesty, amnesty, because they're not. She's not in this bill. She's not giving amnesty. She's giving them dignity. And that's in her own party. See, these parties, once they're elected, some members are very much like the other ones. Kevin McCarthy's very much like the other ones. She said, quote, we have a crisis on our southern border. Children are being trafficked, and we must do everything possible to fix our immigration system once and for all. Well, yes, I would agree. She went on to say, quote, no political party holds a monopoly on compassion in our country. That's why she's calling it a dignity plan. Now, as I stated, I'm bringing this to you for the ridiculousness of her saying that we're not, her bill doesn't give amnesty to everybody out there. It gives dignity and is offended when you say it's amnesty. Now, when it comes to the Democrats, they want to give all illegals a pathway to citizenship, certainly the dreamers, as well as a five-year path to legal status or a green card for individuals who pass background checks, pay their taxes, and fulfill other requirements. If those people can, those people that they want to, the Democrats, can complete that five-year process, they then will be given three years path to citizenship. We cannot allow that to happen. We cannot allow that to happen. The reason the Democrats want it is because more and more of their base people are realizing how bad of a party they are when it comes to policies for the country. 
and they're not voting for them, so they're trying to backfill those people. I'm all for a discussion about amnesty. But once you sit there and think that we should give them legal status to become a, a citizen or a pathway to citizen, that's, that's a red line for me. Is it for any of you? And think about it. These people who are here illegally, they could care less if they're citizens or not. I guarantee you. Now, people who say they advocate for them will tell you they do. But if I've broken into a country and I'm here illegally, any other country, you're going to be in a lot more trouble. Here, here you're not in trouble. You're actually given stuff. People who work for a living and pay taxes, that money is given to you. If you're here illegally, all you care is that you no longer have to be afraid that you could be deported, which I'm sure they don't even aren't even afraid now. So they're lying to you if you they tell you they care about uh, becoming a citizen. And again, the reason I put forth my reason, if you are uh, if you're in jail, right, and they'll say we'll let you out of jail, but we're not going to make you citizen. So you can either be let out of jail and live here for the rest of your life or not. I'm not talking about illegal aliens. I'm talking about anybody in jail. You can be let out of jail or you could be kept in jail and still fight for one day becoming a citizen. What do you want? You know what they'll pick. Let me out of jail. So all these people just want to be left alone and they don't want to become a citizen. It's the people in the party at the left who wants them to be become the citizens. Does anybody have a different thought on that? 269-441-9595. So the Republican plan, amnesty for everybody, but no pathway to citizenship from what I understand. But don't call it amnesty. Uh, sorry, dignity for everybody. That's the ridiculousness of this Republican congresswoman in Miami. Democrats plan amnesty for everybody and pathway to citizenship for everybody. Does anybody disagree with me or just call in? It's free speech Friday. You guys can call in with whatever you'd like. I'm going to come back on the other side and take some phone calls. If you guys can hold on, I would appreciate that. Got some great, I have some great audio clips. Do I have a chance? Yeah, here. Do you think this is offensive to Irish people? Here's Joe Biden yesterday. Well, maybe not. There you go. <laughs> well, I just want you to know, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married. Is, is that offensive, do you think? I just want you to know, I am Irish, but I'm not stupid. No one's making a big deal about that. Where's all the, you, you think if Trump said that? Things may be a little different. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You listen to Live with Rank. It is Free Speech Friday. Give us a call. Love to hear from you. We'll be right back after this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 